to LOA Today. I'm Walt Keeson. With me on the show today, Debbie G and Neo Positivity. This is your daily dose of happy. We are so happy you decided to join us today. In addition to the fact that we are also happy that David Strickle is joining us today. The stream of David! We love it. And this is a good thing, too, because it's an opportunity. This is the first time Neil's getting a chance to meet you, David. So this is a nice connection thing going on here. Yeah. It's going to be really good. It's going to be really good. These guys have talk, been amping this whole meetup for, like, weeks now, months. Uh, <laughs> a lot, lot, of, lot to live up to. The first thing Walt said when I signed on, he's kind of like, oh, wow, you look like hell. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's how I make my guests feel really relaxed. Yes, no, you're show, right? right. You're right. I, I have been uh, in the Taya world. We we call it hammering when we start. Like, I haven't really been hammering. I've just been. Uh, we we've just been doing a lot in, in well, the Taya world. We have a lot of new coaches and a lot of expansion going on. Uh, and I I love it. I'm passionate about it. But sometimes I uh, I catch myself putting too much effort in. You, you described it very nicely before the show. You said you were burning the candle at four ends. I thought that yes. really described it very, very well. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. I, I love every minute of it, but it, you, my body starts to really push back and say, okay, enough. You need to go. Yeah. And I have a nap and meditation time on my calendar every day, and I end up filling that in with extra stuff. No, don't do no, that. No. Don't do that. I'm a recovering type A that is still not in, in a very successful recovery from being a type A personality for sure. Well, if nothing else, we'll see if we can get your vibe up just through laughing today. So, you know, we'll contribute in that way. We may not be able to replace the nap, but we can at least help with the vibe a little bit. I'll take so. laughter anytime. anytime. Yeah, Definitely. absolutely. It's it's one of the easiest ways to climb up that uh, vibrational scale into the upper stratosphere of the spiral. So anyway, um, Neo... I, I don't know if you... Oh, I, I see a hand raised. I, Debbie I raised, did. Debbie, Debbie raising a hand? I mean, you well, usually just jump in. That is good. <laughs> I look now. I'm turning over a new leaf for freak's sakes. Okay, listen, y'all. Day, I heard a, I heard a birdie say that David's going to do some channeling today. Is this true? He probably would if we asked him to. That's, I mean, that's he, up to our uh, gracious host. If if you won't stream, I can always bring in the stream. Well, well, we're going to give it a little bit of both, I think, because I think. You know, Neil and, and listeners who perhaps haven't heard you before, I'm not sure how many of them there are, five or six, um, would probably want to know a little bit more about David. But, yeah, I think it's also fun to bring the stream in, too. I just don't well, want to I, kind, of, kind of overtax David because, I mean, when you're burning your candle at four ends, you kind of need a little oh, yeah, bit of Yeah, yeah, four ends. Well, yeah. I happen to know he might have five, so he's good. Five? That's the, I will hell. Yeah, just inhumanize you. Just make you inhuman, David. So the reason I bring it up is because if, you're going to channel that I think it'd be really great if anybody has any questions uh, for the stream of David to go ahead and type it into the chat no matter where you're watching from we can get the question in here and I will keep my eyes peeled to see if there's any questions that come through and if you're curious about what kind of question any question doesn't matter what it is um, you know keep it clean would you yeah, but you I don't mean, have to do that for the stream. I mean, that, that's no, you don't. The stream does not get offended okay. by anything. Okay, no, no, no. It's not out of out of being offended, but I mean, it, it, I don't want to take up any time with something that's not absolutely seriously important. There's people out there who really do have things they want to know, and I thought I would just bring that up because Neo, my love, you haven't experienced the stream, and if you you if you like Abraham Hicks. You're going to just absolutely go over the top with the stream of David. So, and that's what I say to everybody else too who is watching. So get your comments ready, your questions, I mean, and start putting them in there. Get them ready. And, and Neil, if you think of anything, we've got our private chat. Type it in there and, and, uh, we'll be all ready. I'm I'm not excited at all. I'm grinning at what you said about the Abraham thing because I can tell you that I have ran across some people that don't want that are into Abraham that don't want any part of anything not Abraham, including the stream. (laughs) Well, you know, I I think I I, ran into some Abraham super fans who anything not Abraham, not good, and I I respect that. I understand that. That's cool. So we can't Abraham say that if you love Abraham, Abraham, you're absolutely going to love the stream. You got to experience both. And I don't, I don't respect that. You know what I mean? See, see, see what works. It's all coming from the same place. And eternal, you know, universal law is universal law. 
So you're not going to change that, but the delivery is different and the, the process is different and the practice is maybe a little different. I think if you learn, if you learn, if you're trying to learn, you need to be open. And yes. if, you, if you're closed off, you're, you're blocking information, knowledge, power. So yeah, I can't, I know you say you respect that. I don't. Yeah. Everybody got to step <laughs> up their game a little bit, you know, go looking for it. Um, so yeah, that's my little two cents on that. <laughs> I love your two cents, man. In fact, I'm gonna I'm gonna up your two cents and say, I agree. I kind of come halfway between there. Like I I don't disrespect it, but I don't give it any credence either. Because I don't want to give any energy to that. It's personal preference for sure, and um, it's just fun on this journey. Since I I came out of the closet as a channel in 2017, I haven't been out doing this. People think I've been doing this forever. It's funny now. I, I meet people that discover the stream. And then they say, I, there's another channel out there called Abraham. Have you heard of Abraham? <laughs> <laughs> I think they, she's been at that for 30 years. So I think I, I've heard of Esther. Yeah. So <laughs> it's, it's funny that that works that way sometimes though, right? Absolutely. Yeah. 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 Oh, I got to say hello to, to Luke, who's a, a boot camp graduate and a, a current a mentor and so forth. So thanks for dropping by, Luke. Good to see you. And, uh, Neil, I, I don't know how much David knows about you. Can you give him like the, the 15 second potted biography just so he has some idea of who you are? 15 seconds. All right. Well, well, you can go for three or four minutes. I was just kind of giving you like a, you know, starting point. Uh, I used to be a cop, most dangerous city in America. My, my old partner, CIA, retired CIA agent introduced me to this movie that they make all the recruits watch in the academy. And I'm expecting some SWAT team stuff. And he showed me the secret. That was in March of 08. I was retired at the end of November in 08. And ever since then, I've just been trying different mental exercises and different things to see what and how they produce. I can on the good ones and use those to get more and share and everything. Everything I feel tested with everyone, white, black, tall, short, fat, skinny, no matter what relates religion, if it works for everyone universally, then I'll do a video about it on Facebook. So I like to call myself a professional trier. <laughs> But yeah, and every month or so, I throw a summit, Law of Attraction Summit, where I just have people come together and share their ideas because it's like a lovely tennis match. You know, we just go back and forth with ideas and birth something new and go back and forth about that. And then something pops up from 10 years ago that amplifies that. And we leave the summit new people like every time. And then we got questions from the audience, which is even better, you know, bringing more people in, you know, and I guess my end game is to, you know, change the world through the Law of Attraction. There's one thing I know could change the world is that, you know, out of everything I've thought of, everything I've tried, um, nothing even comes close to working except that. So I'm on it. And that's my my path, my journey. It seems like everything, every step I take in that direction, the waves are at my back. I just get everything I point at when I'm in that path. So I stay in my zone and batting a thousand for like 13 years now. <laughs> <laughs> I, I love that. I love that story. I, I love that the movie was the secret. Yeah, yeah, it changed everything. Uh, the movie, the secret, and then the power of now by Eckhart Tolle. Uh, the, that series because you got you got New Earth and Debbie. Oh my goodness, you put me onto a book at the last summit that has just changed and amplified everything. I know you've mentioned books at every summit. I'm going to try to find it. The the way of the impersonal life. Oh yeah. Oh my goodness. <laughs> it's like it's like if you think you got a book called uh, the thoughts become things. Let's say I got a book called thoughts become things that is chapters of everything I've learned about it. All the chapters are great, but this book wasn't a chapter. This book went and changed every chapter. And um, it changed every letter of every chapter, just a little bit tweaking it and making the law of attraction for me so much more valuable and successful. Um, that and Untethered Soul, those are the last two books that flipped me upside down. So I encourage everyone to get out there and use those. What the Bleep is a great movie, Jeffrey. It is a great movie that changed a lot for me, too. Yeah, that's quite a movie. But yeah, that's yeah, a good well, I want to I want to make reference to this book you're talking about, The Impersonal Life. Uh, I first heard about this from Dr. Wayne Dyer. I hear a echo. I think that might be coming from you, uh, Neo. Yeah, it's probably from Neo. 
There we go. Okay. Yep, I love it. that. So uh, the personal life was something I heard from Dr. Wayne Dyer, and he said that Elvis Presley carried a book on him his whole, you know, throughout his whole adult life. And one was the autobiography of a yogi, and then also the impersonal life, written in 1914, 1916 by Doctor Dr. Joseph Benner, and it was done anonymously. It was all channeled. He was a Baptist pre uh, minister, and it's mind blowing. And let me tell you what I've asked David Strickle sitting right here, right here. It's like the Brady Bunch. You have to look at each over it and wait this way and that way. Um, so I've asked you, and this was a long time ago because I've known David a minute. I'm like, have you read? The impersonal life by chance, and he goes, "Nah, I've never really read, because what the stream brings through, Neo, is is very, very, very similar to what was put out in the early 1900s by this book. Uh, by by, well, this that's, that's the reason that I don't read a lot of that stuff. Uh, I I I would go see psychics more uh, than I would read spiritual books." Uh, just trying to figure out what was going on with me, why I had this weird knowing that was dropping in. And, and mm. Neo, you talk about law of attraction. Uh, if you haven't listened to any of my stuff before, I tell the story when people are first meeting me that I thought I invented law of attraction. <laughs> and when I was 14 years old, I remember telling my older brother, Doug, in great detail, what law, I didn't call it law of attraction, but we were poor and we lived in a single parent household, minimum wage. We didn't have anything. And a lot of people around us did. Our cousins had money. My father and his new wife and my half-sister lived in a beautiful home. So when you have nothing and you're around people that have a lot of stuff, sometimes it's even more difficult because you're constantly shown what you don't have. It's not like just if I just lived in my neighborhood and I was just around other people like me, you don't realize that you're poor until you get a little older. But I knew I was poor. You know, when I went to my Aunt Irene's house and my cousins were laying on the floor watching TV and we were sent out to do yard work, I knew I was poor <laughs> and I was not the same as my cousins. So there was some pain point in that, of course. And so I remember in 1982 telling my brother that I've, I've created this crazy thing and it seems to work, that when I believe something is true, it just comes true. And he thought I was nuts. <laughs> But then it worked and it continues to work to this day. It, it works. And then I, of course, discovered lots of different things. I did read, um, I read Think and Grow Rich, uh, mm -hmm. and maybe a few other things. There was some Sylvia Brown that I read. I didn't really connect with that. And then really nothing. I was very much on an independent journey through my, the entire decade of my thirties until I discovered Abraham. And then I really did get into Abraham. I absorbed a lot of Abraham material. I read a lot of Abraham, every Abraham book there was. And was really, really, really into that because it really resonated with what I was getting from what we now call the stream. But then when I started really coming to terms of being a channel and could get to a point where my knowing wasn't just these things that would drop into my mind. And I realized, okay, I'm a channel. I was already told that I get it. I can have a conversation in my mind and get this awareness of things. I asked the question, why would I step out and do this when, when people love Abraham? I love Abraham. It's, it's a great message and it's all rooted in universal law. And the, the answer was you need to disconnect from all of that and you need to allow the stream to be its own thing, this to be its own thing. And I've done that. And so when I meet Debbie, she is a student of all of these things. She's like, have you heard of all of these terms? I never <laughs> heard of uh, spiritual bypassing. She asked me that one time and I'm like, what are you talking about? What's spiritual? Life? I've never heard of such a thing. Never heard of a lot of this stuff uh, because I really wanted the stream's message to be authentic source message. And the cool thing about it is, is that we have now uncovered that the, the message that I'm channeling has been shared by other people in other places. This is a different version of it for sure. But it's not some original thought of mine, certainly. And it's not something that I'm just taking from other people and regurgitating because I realize now with the, with the Taya practice that there was no value in that. All of those mm -hmm. things are out there and they're beautiful and they are perfection and they are serving the people that they are serving and they're part of everyone's journey. And now the stream is its own thing. And it's right. not 
dogma either. It's not something that you have to only believe the stream or follow the stream. So I, I love that aspect of it. Can I mute Neil? My bad. Can I, can I, I want to ask a question. Um, I always like to look ahead to see, you know, where my steps are going to end up, the, the biggest chance. So anyway, looking ahead, let's say you got a world of people who have awoken this side of them, let's call it. Now you got 8 billion people who half of them is one. You see what I'm saying? So it's kind of like source connected, you know, but then everybody has another side of them. That's, that's their born name that they're with. Like, is that, is that the future you see with this? I see everyone as, as being a blend of source and then an ego presence that is our, our human. Okay. Yeah. That's what our, our humanity. <laughs> Same thing. And we talk about balance, but there's really no balancing that. It, it is a blend in this amalgam. And we, we are here as eternal beings, expressions of source, experiencing the earth environment in a physical vehicle, a meat suit, whatever you want to call it. And we project in as source perspective into this human vehicle that provides the ego that overshadows all of that wisdom so that we can come have this unique earthly experience. But we all have awareness of something more than just this, than just what's in 3D. We have magical experiences, certainly when we're little. And then we're told that that's all fake and we're not allowed to do that. And we're not supposed to pay attention to it. We need to pay attention to the, the real world and all that stuff. And that sort of gets worked out of us. And then we move through life having this bumpy experience in our ego selves until we get to the point where we realize okay, I'm kind of going to return back to that other side of me as well because this isn't going so well. Being so rooted in, in, in fear and judgment and all of these things that are so ego-driven aren't going so well. And then some people try to take it all the way to the other side and release all of that and just be spiritual. But that doesn't work well either because we're moving through this vibrational flow and we're all aware of it. That's why we're going up and down our, our emotional or vibrational spiral all the time. Because this sort of ebb and flow of energy is actually what's creating all of reality. Because when we're experiencing the earth environment and we're discerning things that we prefer, we want those things. But then when we are experiencing things that we do not, because we go down the spiral and attract unwanted things, that actually drives us or inspires us to new creation. So we, the, the, the point, the sticking point for most human beings at this point, is that we get stuck down in that lower vibrational field of trauma and pain and fear and doubt and worry. And I've got to pay the bills and I've got to go to work and you've got to, you know, operate uh, in 3d, which is like a, a template for us. Right. But it's, it's not comfortable for us to stay there. And some of us break out of that and we get into spiritual stuff and we find our brand of spirituality that works for us. Or maybe like you, we flow through all these different teachings and we take little things from all of it. And we start sort of crafting our own belief system, which is, I think what we should do. <laughs> We're creating our own reality. So why not pluck from here and here and there and here? And that's why the stream has never become a religion. There's no rules. There's no, this is the only way and you must listen to the stream. You know, there's none of that, none of that. And I always tell people, if I ever start sounding like that, turn me off. <laughs> <laughs> because Something's really gone wrong. My ego is really taken over. And something's really, really gone wrong. I think it's a beautiful message, but I think there's lots of beautiful message and brilliant teachers. And we're all students and we're all teachers. And it's all this magical journey that we sort of flow through and you get to experience it however you choose. And then when we're gone, when we're depart the earth environment, we are able to look back on it in deep appreciation of whatever we manifested because all of it expands us. Do you have two streams speak with each other? I have the, the, the ego version of David that when I'm in lower vibration, uh, I can be judgmental. I can be moody. I, I can do, you know, be all kinds of things just like anybody else. And then I have what I call the source connected version, which is not really, if you think about it, 
I, I say that source connection, the stream says this too. It's like a Wi-Fi connection. It's always on, but we might disconnect from it some. So when, I, our, when we go down into lower vibrational territory, we're sort of drowning out that natural source connection and we are going more into our, our ego. And that's not a bad thing at all because that creates unwanted circumstances and, and, and pain and suffering and all these things that really serve our expansion, but we don't see it that way because we have been taught as human beings, suffering is bad. You shouldn't suffer. You should never suffer. You should go pop a pill or do something that, that drives you away from your suffering because suffering's bad. You don't want to do that, but we all do it. <laughs> you know, it's like saying you don't want to die. Well, guess what? We're going to. So, the suffering part of it and the imperfection part of it is what I really love to talk about as a human being, coming to terms with our imperfections and, and loving all of it, the, the expansive the part of us, the brilliant part of us, and the messed up part of us and our bad habits and all of that stuff. It, this life was never supposed to be about perfection in the first place. In, in fact, that creates so much suffering, mm, that, that notion of perfection. I'm getting, I'm, because I think I'm, I think misunderstood me. Uh, can this, have you ever had the stream of David speak with the stream of Debbie or someone else's stream? Oh, yeah. Oh, you do. And you guys. Yeah. Yeah. What we, we, I have done it directly with, uh, Gary Temple Bodley. If you know who Gary Bodley is on stage, we've channeled at the same time and it was, it was kind of a back and forth thing and we filmed it and it was kind of interesting. You could talk to both. Uh, but what I think happens is when Debbie and I get together, and Debbie's in high vibration, and I I am a high vibration when we're together or when I channel. That's what's transpiring. So yeah, that's mm. I, I I missed that part of it. Sorry. When I'm with Walt, and Walt is in deep appreciation of having the stream on, he's in his source connection. Okay. It may not be exactly the same thing as me channeling, but I do believe on some level we're all channels. But I I think on some level we can all sing, but we're all not necessarily Beyonce or Whitney Houston. In, in our ability to sing, but they are channeling when they sing and, and they, they have that ability to do it in such a way that it's very, it, 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 they're at their best, right? Well, I do think that my channeling is very deep and very pronounced and very fleshed out at this point, And maybe everyone else's isn't, but when Debbie's in high vibration and I'm in high vibration, that is a source conversation that you're receiving whether she identifies that really as channeling or not. It's just something that I use the term channeling just to identify that you are going to get something that's beyond just my ego when you're talking to me. Okay. Why we actually, why don't we just do that connection? Let's do like, you know, 20 minutes of the stream or something like that, just so that you can, so Neil can experience it. Anyone who's tuned in before who hasn't heard it before, they can experience it. Let's just, let's just do it for a bit. And uh, Neil can ask his questions there and I'll just have a good time. Oh, yeah. I, I well at the detective in me, I wanted to uh you know speak with David first. So now well, we're, absolutely. This absolutely. Is per- that was actually perfect. So I, yeah. And, yeah. 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 So the, when people are experiencing the stream for the first time, all I ever say is they the only limitation with the stream is my intellect and vocabulary. So I've got to know what you're talking about uh for to get information from them because it is channeled. Um but otherwise you can ask them anything that you want. Uh, they're not about really predicting the future. I, they, they've been asked that question so many times. A lot of numbers. Uh, I got be, my pen. Yeah, they will be very, very clear that you are creating your future, that no one is really predicting your future. They might be planting seeds, but they're not really predicting your future because you're creating your future. It would right. be very contradictory to the law of attraction if we believed that we were just here marching to some path that was already created and, and set, Right. Yep. All right, so this is the point where we all meditate together for a moment, and then we bring them in, and you'll know when they're here. All right, so everybody, if we can just go ahead. Let's all of us take a deep breath in, belly breath. Remember to type your questions right into the chat. We are here. 
Welcome, Stream. We're so glad to have you back again. And uh, that, that that last connection there, that was like some of the times we connected on StreamYard. It just seems to go on forever. That one seemed to go on for quite some time, more than normal. But that's okay. We got you here. That's the good news. And it's great to be communicating and co-creating with you again. Um, as you undoubtedly already know, uh, co-host Neil Positivity is meeting David for the first time and, and now meeting you for the first time. So I'm just going to kind of turn it over to Neil. And Neil, why don't you just talk, talk with uh, the stream for a bit and what comes to your mind? Just thank you for coming. Um, and thank you for being who and what you are. You know, um, I love that part of me and, uh, I look forward to hearing anything you got to say about anything. Cause that's how I feel about the source, you know, and I've never encountered it from another being. So it's refreshing to have you here. You, you have encountered it. You, you will come into greater awareness in your journey of the fact that, that we flow through all creation, meaning that you all have your own version of this. Mm-hmm. You, you all have your own version of this. Whether or not your, your intention is to share it the way that David does or, or, or whether or not that that is even the path that you're going to create for yourself. You have it. You, you have your intuition. You, you have your desire to explore beyond what you are told your life experience or, or your reality is supposed to be. You, you, you are a questioner. And in your questioning, that, that curiosity is, is, is leading you to, a, to an uncovering or an unfolding of things. And a deeper and deeper understanding of how the energetic realm in, interacts with your physical being and what the universal process of creation truly is. And, and you are coming into awareness, all of you, that law of attraction is a component of the universal process of creation. But the, 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 the vibrational nature of the entire universe and that ebb and flow, that polarity that is experienced in a physical environment, that is, is the true driver of creation. Because your point of attraction, as you are well aware, is, is, is ebbing and flowing with that. That's why you're all attracting a mix of things, some of the things that you want and some of the things certainly that you do not. And you notice when you begin studying what you call law of attraction that some people are better at attracting things that they desire than others. And you can observe their behavior as a spectator and certainly see that those who are thinking positively, those who are believing their dreams, those who feel worthy of their desires are receiving more of them. And those that feel anything less than that are going to have less and less and less of those desires actually flowing in all the way down to, to, to living lives of despair. Now, from your eternal consciousness perspective, there is no right or wrong in any of that. And, and that's very important that, that we point that out to you. That eternal consciousness version of you, which is always present, always on, truly eternal, understands that the, the life experience that is judged as bad or too short or, 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 or not worthy from a human perspective is not viewed that way at all in the energetic realm. It's simply an experience. And every experience expands your being. By that we mean that, that every experience that you have, whether you judge it as positive or negative, or even if you're neutral about it, all of those things come together to make you the unique being that you are and contribute to your expansion eternally. But you can pull that eternal expansion into your current human experience by reshaping and reframing everything that you've encountered in your lifetime as just that, just a set of experiences. And that allows you to move beyond the trauma and the pain and the loss and allows you to tear down what we refer to as abundance blocks, the things that are holding you away from whatever's next from you. So in thinking of law of attraction, coming to understand that, yes, indeed, 
all creation occurs via attraction, all creation, every, everything that you are encountering, you are attracting to you. But having a deeper understanding of, of why and how you are attracting this mix and how you attract unwanted things, how they ultimately serve you and how you can actually move beyond fearing them to fully appreciating them. And, and, and you're coming into awareness of this. All of you that are following these teachings are coming into greater awareness of this. Humanity as a whole is moving toward understanding how you indeed create your reality. And you see examples of more and more human beings having an experience that you might call an awakening, where you are coming to understand on a deeper level that you indeed create your realities, that your eternal strands of consciousness having a temporary human experience. And then you see in this polarized environment that you call Earth, the reaction to that, the ones that are fearing it, the ones that are judging it, the ones that are pushing against it, the ones that don't fully understand it because they're allowing fear to create the shield are moving further and further down into polarity, which is why you are seeing so many that are believing that they need to pick a side and be part of that one-sided community and their side is right and the other side is wrong. That is, that is a sign of polarity. And polarity is a certain sign that one is operating out of balance with their eternal consciousness version of them. It, it is more rooted in ego. But again, there's nothing wrong with that experience. It's just a different type of human journey. But those of you who are following these teachings are doing so because you understand or you are coming into awareness at least that that polarized environment is not really serving your expansion the same way as moving beyond it and raising your default vibration and deep appreciation of all that is. Nice. Isn't it something? I mean, you, you get like a, a head full. You ask one question, you say one statement, you get a head full of information. That's amazing. Isn't I think, it? I think you had one. I think you, did you have a question from Clint? I see over on the right. Well, he, he, he made a statement earlier. Um, you saw it. Oh, he said, experiences are the great, I'll put it up on screen. Experiences are the greatest gifts that people can get. Yeah. And learning from them is the greatest gift that you can give yourself. <laughs> it's true. Indeed. The, the, the learning from your experiences and, and detuning the judgment of them, because the, 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 the true learning and if you think in terms of, of raising your vibration in, in, into that higher vibrational territory that you're all well aware of, because you feel good when you're there. It is a natural state of joy just for the sake of being joyous. That is your source connection. That is your version of this. And it's important to understand that when you, when you are polarized, when you, when you are down your spiral and you are operating in so much ego that the, the source connected version of you is, is, is mostly overshadowed. It is never completely overshadowed, but mostly overshadowed. And you were down there in fear and judgment and all of the things that you would consider perhaps a negative emotion. We're speaking to all of you. Then when you're in that lower vibrational space, you are recycling thoughts. You are not crafting new thoughts there. The intelligent version of you, the, the intuitive version of you is the higher vibrational version of you. And it's important to understand that it's, it's, it's not about something necessarily projecting into you that isn't already part of you. It is allowing the, the source part that is always you to be realized. And in that realization, new thought, new creation, new ideas, solutions are present. So when you meet your obstacles in joy, when, when, when you train yourselves to appreciate them, and it's important to point out here that the, the training that you receive from your fellow humans has tilted for, for quite some time in your, your, your linear time, has tilted toward meeting obstacles in fear, loathing your obstacles, need, needing them not to be. That opinion that creates all of your suffering is a learned behavior, is a learned reaction. The message that, that, that we are providing to all of you is that you can unlearn that reaction, that behavior, and learn to meet obstacles in joy, even appreciation. And in your joyful appreciation of them, raise your vibration up. And in the raising of the vibration, the solution to any obstacle that you encounter 
will automatically unfold every single time. Wow. Got a question from uh, Luke A. He's a Thai mentor, so he knows the stream pretty well, but I'll pop it up on screen. It says, hello, stream. I'm about to embark on a long drive journey to visit loved ones. What guidance do you have for setting intentions for a safe journey? We speak often of, of, of set it and forget it. It, it. it is as easy as that. You do not need to continually place an order with the universe for, for anything to unfold for you. So simply setting an intention for a magical, safe, and stress-free journey, you are setting yourselves on a path for that. From there, it is about continual appreciation of the journey itself. And understand that, that we, we, we often refer to, to these activities that you do that take a little bit of your thought, but not a lot of your thought, creating a form of meditation for you. You, you you may very well believe that meditation is something that you need to sequester yourself in silence and close your eyes and allow yourselves to go to another space. But that is not necessarily the case. When we speak of meditation, we speak of allowing your natural source connection to be realized. And those of you that drive automobiles, and especially those of you that drive automobiles out on a long journey, find yourselves in this meditative state while you are safely operating your vehicles. Because you are, you are, you are drawing your focus down to that activity and your natural source connection that is always there, as we have stated, is more realized in that space. So your intuition, your ideas, your thoughts are flowing. They are magical. They are joyous. So continue to, to understand that you're, you are going to be moving through vibrational flow on your journey. And as you continue to appreciate and, and experience this, this meditative state while you are being very safe and paying attention to what you're doing, you will continually manifest more of that, more of that, more of that. And you will notice the behavior of the drivers around you, the weather, everything will cooperate with you in that state. It's true. It's good. It's a good observation that that's one of the main reasons safe drivers continue to be safe drivers. They're attracting more safe driverness to them. I got one for you, David. You know, I like to learn from your personal experiences. <laughs> uh, no, I um, I'm, I'm in a I'm in a position right now to where, like I said, I'm, I've been batting a thousand for a long time now, and there's numbness that comes with that. So that when something great does happen, I uh, and De um, Debbie Wall, you guys heard me talk about this before. When something great happens, I can't fully feel it, and if I do, it doesn't last that long. It's like like chewing on food, you know, it's, it's delicious for the first second and it just kind of fades away. Um, and I know, I, I know deep down inside, you know, attitude of gratitude, appreciate what you have produces more, obviously. But remembering to have that attitude of gratitude throughout the day, like outside of setting reminders, I got reminders everywhere. But how would you suggest someone, uh, remember? to have this appreciation as opposed to just letting life pass you by, you know, 24 hours go quick when there's a lot of phone calls, a lot of stuff going on. Um, so what do you, how do you suggest people handle that situation? The, 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 the condition of vibrational flow is going to create some spin outs for you, no matter what you're, you're going to have some problems to solve. You're going to have some things that don't go right. And certainly when you get into a practice where you are so practiced on keeping your vibration high and keeping your, your, your focus on your desires instead of the things that you might have once feared, you're going to be experiencing a lot more of those. And the condition that you're describing is where these things become so second nature that there's no excitement in them any longer. What will occur for you is you will find another level to take your practice to. We would guide you to set fewer reminders, to trust yourself enough to run on autopilot a little bit, to not be afraid of a spin out. There, there is, there is not a vibration of active fear, but there is such a, a, a diligence in, in keeping your vibration in a certain place that you're not allowing yourself perhaps to dance with, with vibrational flow a little more. What you will find is this numbness that you have created your brilliant creative mind is wanting more stimulation. You are going to create that stimulation by allowing something to, to perhaps spin out. 
and trusting the universal process of creation enough to allow it to come back bigger and better than ever before. So it, it, it's, 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 it's a part of your journey where you have figured out the keys to the universe to the extent that you know how to manifest and you know how to manifest on every area that you're desiring to manifest. And then you get to this point where as a creative being, where there's no thrill in that anymore because you've got the keys to the universe. You're wanting to go higher and higher and higher because you're expansive beings by nature, each and every one of you. You are all creating in some direction, even if that creation is your own demise. So we're not guiding you to create your own demise, certainly. Where we are guiding you is to be more, allow yourself to experience vibrational flow more because you have proven to yourself that you can create in your favor that you can create the life that you desire. You've proven that to yourself now. You know it. You trust it. Now trust it enough to allow it to spin out a little bit. Because when you allow it to spin out a little bit, you allow a little more imperfection. Where you're, when you allow yourself for your batting average to drop, that's where the magic happens. That's where you go even higher and level up. So it's about more trust in the process that's going to spin you out, but it's also going to pull you back up even higher than you've been. So it's like I got two choices, manifest or enjoy the things I manifested. And once I manifest to the top, I'm going to go crazy trying to go higher. There is no higher. Now just circle back and enjoy it. There's uh, always another level, but the, another, the, the next level is not necessarily more money or, or more of, of, of a thing, even if it's not a material thing. It's not always about that. It, it, and very often you'll see human beings figure out how to manifest money. And you notice that for those individuals, there's never enough. There must be more money. There must be another house, another yacht, another fleet of cars, another something, because they believe that that joy is in the having of things, but there's still a missing link for them. So they have figured out how to manifest money, certainly. So they are, they are doubling down on this idea that humanity has created that once you have enough money, you win the game and that, that is joy and happiness. But they've arrived in this space where the money's not bringing the joy on the level that they were expecting. So they've doubled down on this belief system that works for them that as soon as they become a billionaire, they're finally going to get that next level of joy. And as soon as they become a billionaire, it's not there for them. So they need to have $10 billion. Then they need to have 50. Then they need to have a hundred and they get to three, $400 billion. And, and, and at that point, they're so invested in that they've got to shoot themselves into to outer space. <laughs> they've, they've got to start seeking it in other places. And, and that is the, that, that is the humanity that's available in that experience. Because there's still something missing even at that level that someone that has a fraction of their wealth or maybe no wealth at all has actually discovered. Two sides well, to every coin. Well, Neil's chewing on that one. I got a question from Jeffrey for you to address stream. He says, can you talk about the link between appreciation and compassion? We, we, we will dive into the fact that you can have compassion without judgment. And that would be using David's words, our definition of, of appreciation. When you have compassion for another and you are allowing your judgment of their experience to cloud it, you are not truly appreciating them for the experiencing the, the experience that they're manifesting for themselves. There's a big difference there. That is the observing something that, that someone is, is suffering in your opinion and believing that that shouldn't be and essentially allowing your ego to creep in and, and, and igniting a little bit of fear that that could also happen to you. And then the pity comes in and then you are actually activating that vibration within yourself and will manifest something that is akin to that condition. And in that process are bringing your own vibration down and offering absolutely nothing of value to the one that you are pitying. But when you look with compassion and appreciation of the experience that is being manifested without judgment, then you are actually offering something to them vibrationally. You are offering them the higher vibrational version of you without judging their experience. Humanity is taught that, that compassion is this judgment that ultimately turns to pity. 
and even fear of, of the manifestation internally. But there's nothing offered there of value. The value is having the compassion, but also appreciating the experience that the other is manifesting. Jeffrey also has a follow-up. I'll, I'll throw that up here. Can you talk about patience and the appreciation of just being in the moment? We speak often of vibrational flow. And the, 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 the reason that you do not manifest something that you desire instantaneously very often is because you have placed so much pressure on this manifestation that you are pushing it away. We speak often of the vibration of need. When you believe that you need something, the universe is always going to answer that need with, yes, you need it, and you will continue to need it. And when you have these big things, and think about the big things that you all want, very often they are money, they are relationships, especially romantic relationships. They are excellent health, sometimes a, a, a physical presence that is, is what you consider ideal, and you believe you need these things to be happy. And in your believing that you need them to be happy, you're thinking about them often. And in your thinking about them often, you are inevitably thinking about them at different periods of vibrational flow. So when your vibrational flow is high and you're up your spiral, you're trusting, you're believing, you're manifesting up there. But then when you're revisiting these things and your vibration is not as high, you begin to unravel those manifestations. This is why the, the things that you consider big don't come immediately. But it's important to point out to you that that is not a flaw. That is the universal process of creation. Ensuring by universal law that the things that are important to you take longer to manifest. And listen to our words. This is very important for each and every one of you to hear. The things that you believe are very important to manifest, the big things that you're creating, take longer so that you can spin out on them allow the flaws to surface and create an even better version of, a more perfect version of, whatever it is. So the value that you place on it is your bubble of reality. And if you are valuing it, it's going to take longer often, but that's not a flaw in your point of attraction. That is the universal process of creation at play, allowing you to create even better. Wow. And that's perfect for me today because that's, literally part of what I was experiencing. So to have that as reinforcement is very, very helpful. Yeah. As typically happens around here, when, when one person's question gets answered, another person gets answered at the same time. It's just the way it works. It's, it's the beauty of the vibrational flow. <laughs> oh, I, I love this conversation. I love when we're able to talk with the stream. I love how it just uh, raises everybody's vibe up. I we got to cut it a little bit short today, just so we can give David a chance to calm down. But I'm going to um, uh, be, be, before the stream leaves entirely. I want to bring in one other thought for the stream to uh, to address, uh, and I want Neil to address it too because Neil kind of undersold himself a little bit. One of the things that's cool about Neil is. The, the voice that Neil hears, he thinks of it as God talking over his, his shoulder. But Neil, it, it strikes me very much as being similar to what somebody who's channeling is doing. And I'm wondering, could you, well, I'm going to let you talk about it for a minute and then I'm going to let the stream talk about it for a minute. Um, well, this is why I said it was so great to meet you earlier. Um, as opposed to David, nobody worried about him. Um, <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll bring I, him back in a moment. <laughs> yeah, well, I'll, yeah, he'll be back. Um, no, I um, I just put it like this. I'll give you a scenario. You could you you'll follow it. Let's say the stream and David had a conversation, and they both agreed that it would be better if the stream took over. Like life would just be funner and easier, whatever you want to call it. Uh, more beautiful, more blissful, more enjoyable. If uh, you know, David took over. Uh, the stream took over because his his mentality was given off a different frequency of vibrating at such a better frequency. So it was an agreement over 13 years that, I, yeah, it was time. So that's why when I, when I talked to Walt, I had to re not reintroduce, I guess reintroduce myself. I just felt like I was meeting him again for the first time. Um, but yeah, so for me, um, David's gone. Hi everybody. <laughs> or I should say Neo's gone. He resurfaces. 
but we're in agreement. (laughs) (laughs) We're in agreement. And that day, everything changed. That decision, everything changed. Uh, So I'm cooling it for now. Which is, I really said that. I said it to Walt once on the show before. Um, you have your you have your circumstances. Stuff happens. The phone rings. You get emails. I just look at them differently now. I just look at them so much differently now. I didn't see them as a problem before. I was whizzing through them, uh, but this is different. And like that's what I was saying to you earlier. If everybody on Earth found their stream. It would be like one stream. It would kind of be like one stream that's part of everybody. And then they got this egoic side of them that they let come out to play every now and then. But that's a, that oneness is, it's a crazy connection that you would only see in a movie. (laughs) And to, to think that not only can we do this, but we are this. And we're just in that waking up phase. It's a fun time to, to be here. And then I got into my ancestors and some other stuff before that crazy stuff. But, um, yeah, that was a couple of months ago, but this other part was just recent. So yeah, it's been a journey. It's been a journey. I'm just in, I'm enjoying myself now. I'm literally enjoying myself. I haven't, I haven't, I got the summit coming up. I haven't talked. I haven't made no phone calls. I've literally just been, Stream. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Imagine a world of that. <laughs> Imagine a world full of that. Connected organisms acting like they're connected. It's quite a thing to imagine. While happy, while getting what they want. We there, we there, we we see it. Just like law of attraction, we see it. We all got the same end goal. And we there. So just enjoy what's happening now. Enjoy the movie. You know, everybody wants to see what happens to Thanos at the end of the Avengers. Uh, but if you let that ruin the movie because you're just anticipating the end, you're gonna regret it when you leave. It's like we were born with that regret, like, I don't want to regret nothing. I want to enjoy every moment here. And it's tough to do for some, tougher because of a mental state, but that changes. Mentality state, it changes. Who you are, who I am, who I was, changes. The only thing constant is change. And we on this big change. We on it. Glad to be here for it. That's <laughs> <laughs> beautiful. Stream, do you have anything you want to add to that before we uh, release you and bring back David? We will depart by guiding all of you to, to appreciate humanity exactly as it is. Appreciate your earth environment exactly as you manifest it because it, it is indeed perfection. And we we have conversed with many of you about the idea of, of utopian societies and this this idea of, of of perfection. Understand that you you have already created that in this interaction. You have created that. You you have all had a very clear glimpse in the sharing that has occurred here of perfection. The 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 three D humanity version of perfection and the source version of perfection are not always in agreement. David refers to this as the Instagram version of life. The Instagram version of life is, is just that the, the, the idea of perfection in, in, in your, your, your physical appearance, your age, your, your race, where, where, where you were living geographically, your income, the, the, the profession that you're in, the relationship that you have with your family, your your view of the world, all of that is this brilliant creation 
that 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 you are all crafting with our presence in you all the time. There is no imperfection in any of that. And there is no imperfect way to operate your lives. So judge yourselves less. Understand your worthiness, regardless of what's going on. And understand the difference between your natural source state of being and what society tells you you're supposed to be and how much of your own suffering you create when you allow yourself to judge yourself and others from that perspective. That is something that can be detuned. That is something that can be unlearned. And as our promise to you, you will experience unbridled joy when you step into that state of being. Much love. That is what we have. Wow. Debbie, I think we just hit a new level. What do you think? I love that. I think we did. I love it when the stream comes in. And that was really, really, really good. And, Neo, I just want to say the sacred yes rocks. Thank you for putting it so eloquently. We know when we know that we know, and that's it. <clears throat> we certainly do. That's it. So, so Neil, I got uh, I got to ask, ask Neil though, because I mean, this is his first experience hearing it, the stream through David. What what what's your take on it now? Kind of feels like um, the first time I met another person who was into the law of attraction. Hmm. I felt like I was speaking to someone that was on a different level than everybody else. Um, and since I had, yeah, like I said, it was just, it was great. It was great to, it was great to meet him. It's quite the experience, isn't it? Yeah, Cause I, 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 I know for myself, I, for a long time, I thought about what's it like to sit in the hot seat with Abraham with, with Esther Hicks when she's you know, receiving Abraham's message. And I got the chance, of course, the first time David came on the show and Wait a minute, thought, hold on. Is, are there any signs, Debbie, involving falcons? Because one six-foot falcon just landed, woo! up and landed right. He, I wish I could turn the key. Oh, <laughs> Can you see it right there? It just oh wow, and oh, there it is, right there. And its its wingspan is crazy. It flew. It took up like half the world. I was like, whoa. <laughs> Because it first started off as a shadow, and it just—I looked over, and it just—and it's just sitting there. I'm like, I've never seen that before. Debbie, you got me? It's. Am I muted? No, I'm not. It's heroic. It's her. It's the sign of the falcon is strength. It's the sign of the hero, and we're all on a hero's journey. And it's reminding us all that we're on the path. You have everything that you need. Let your wings catch the wind underneath so you can soar. Beautiful. Ooh. Welcome back, David. Wow. And anybody's <laughs> interested in the stream of David or connecting further uh, with David Strickle, you can go to thestreamofdavid.com. Again, that is thestreamofdavid.com, just like what his name says, add a .com at the end, stick all the words together. And also you can join our Facebook group where you'll find myself and, and Walt and so many others, and I bet you Neo, um, and tons of others, thousands of others that have joined the Taya Bootcamp, which is Trust Your Abundance. And these are the practices. Practices are the activities that you do every day to live your best life. So why not start doing it today and come join us over here on Facebook at the Taya Bootcamp practice and or the Taya practice and consider joining Taya Bootcamp. Hit, there's hit the, us there's up. The, the stream and Taya spokesperson right there. Wow. There it is. <laughs> I don't even have to I don't even have to plug my own stuff. Yeah. <laughs> yeah join the Taya Practice Facebook group. That's a great place. Debbie's in there. Uh Walt's in there sometimes. Uh Walt yeah. is in boot camp right now, but uh the Taya Practice Facebook group is a great place to get in and start learning the stream's teachings. I always say Taya is the practical application of the stream's teachings. And this that was something that was missing too. for me and other messages mm. was okay, here's all this this heady stuff that comes through the channeling, and I love it. But how do I apply it in my life? And that's where I created Taya. And the Taya practice is just that. It's it's how to apply all that in your life. That's a beautiful thing. Well, thank you, and David Stickle. And you're all perfect when you 
<laughs> what we already are actually. Which is, that, that's one of the, the great messages that came through today. We are already yeah. perfect. You're already so, perfect, exactly. Real quick, I just want to say, David, um, I always say thank you for being a soldier in the army and the war on positive uh, against negativity. Um, but since you got the stream with you, I'll say thank you for being a general in the army and the war on <laughs> negativity. Well, it was wonderful meeting you, and your your presence with them uh, was very uh, drew out a lot today. So uh, you you participated in that for sure. I totally agree with Terry. Thai boot camp is life changing. So you those of you who need that life changing moment, consider joining Thai boot camp. Dave Strickle, thanks so much for joining us again. We're looking forward to that next visit. It's going to be thanks good. for having me. It's going to be really good. Always thank good. you, Neil. Thank you, Debbie. Thank you, live streamers. Thank you, everybody everywhere. Thank you for podcast listeners, without whom we wouldn't have a show. We'll see you all next time here on LOA today. Goodbye, everybody. Yeah.